0: We're going to talk to one of Canada's leading paranormal researchers and we're going to kick off the show this afternoon talking to a modern day witch. Our first guest is the founder of Witch School Canada. Yes, witch school. A witchcraft itself is growing in popularity right across north america let's find out more with self-described celtic green witch kiki Keskinen. kiki welcome to the show thanks for having me all right I, i'm really curious about so many things when it comes to this topic and i want to start with this um on your on your webpage, page uh, Witch school canada you describe yourself uh, as a witch by lineage a seventh generation celtic green witch what is that um so Can you explain what a Celtic green witch is? (laughs) It's
1: pretty funny, isn't it? You know, all these terms we call ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, There seems to be a fascination within the witch community to categorize ourselves, so I gave it a whirl. Um, Yeah, I come from, I'm the seventh generation witch or healer. Uh, My origins are from Ireland. And so we were part of a the Celtic uh, lineage. That was our ancestry, our indigenous tradition in Ireland. And so I'm, you know, I'm third generation here, um, living on this, um, on this land, on this unceded territory. And so, as a Celtic green, meaning I'm connected to the environment, I'm deeply attuned to nature.
0: Did you grow up with this awareness? Yeah, I think there's two
1: parts to that answer. It's a great question. One is that I think I intuitively knew my whole life. You know, there was something about being young and in the forest and alone and all the mystery and the magic and all that I felt that tingled up the back of my head and the, the kind of deja vu feelings that I would get. And so I always knew there was something there that I couldn't put my finger on and I didn't have the words for it. But then there came a point where I sat down, um, you know, with my mother and we started to share some of the feelings and experiences that we have had. She has had all her life. I started having early on but really could only come up with the words in my 20s 30s even and then it started like the missing pieces started falling into place and we started learning the same chants, we started learning a lot of the same trance and meditation techniques and um, she's a healer and that has become a, a deep fascination for me as well you know I embrace all the healing modalities including modern um, medicine and uh, so this uh, combination of healing and living in modern and future times, you know, that's ultimately the kind of conversations I want people to be having in witch school.
0: Kiki, what does witch work, when we talk about witch work then, what does that what does that mean in this under this umbrella? Like what would it mean for you? What would you be doing?
1: Yeah, and let me clarify, what we teach at Witch School Canada isn't Wicca. (laughs) Wicca is a very specific um, type of religion. It's a very well-known religion, and it has a progression to it. You finish one uh, section, you go to the next session, and you progress almost in a hierarchical progression, like you would in college or university. What I teach is much more eclectic, and people put it together for themselves. You know, we guide, we, we define which, similar to the wick of the candle. <laughs> so the wick of the candle, it bends, it shapes, it sparks. Ultimately, we as witches identify as change agents. You know, if you're an activist or politically motivated or you're slightly outside of the pious mainstream or you want to see political action or change, you know, you can pretty much guarantee that you would not have survived a few centuries ago but today, we identify as
0: witches. And I was just going to say, and I think it's interesting because a lot of the uh, reading that I've done on this, it says that um, mainstream interest in, in witches um, tends to, to rise with um, the rise of, of feminism and, and plummeting trust in establishment ideas, right? When, when people get maybe you know, fed up with some things, they, they, they look for something else. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I would, and and it's funny. I've been asked this in media, like, what is with the rise and popularity mm-hmm. of witchcraft right now? And I think it is this response and reaction. Like, there is an aesthetic that people fall into about witches. You know, the black fingernails, and mm-hmm. you know, there's lots of aesthetic about that. And I just. You know, I'm a child of the 80s, so I think, oh, okay, that's just gothic stuff, you know. (laughs) But it's a fashion style. But it is a gate, you know, it's a a gate you go through and then you want to know more. And I'd say, you're right. um, There is a, a rise to... Uh, alternative views, and whether that's more compassion and awareness for the indigenous plight on this land and wanting to know well what are the indigenous traditions of my lineage if I'm a visitor here, an unwelcomed, unwanted visitor, but my but my ancestry landed here um and i've got i've gotta be a better human i've gotta take care of the land better. How do I do that well first, i gotta know what my uh, connection to nature is from my own lineage. And so in which school we start really digging into not just like ancestry.com kind of stuff, but like a thousand years ago, Mm -hmm. what were uh, the indigenous traditions of your ancestry and how did they connect with nature and agriculture mm-hmm. and sexuality and the moon and the tides, how did they make sense of it? So kind of going back in time helps us make better sense and have a, a bigger heart and be better humans for the future.
0: Do, do you, am I right or wrong in saying that, that witchcraft was the original feminist movement.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a great debate that I think happens often. And just the word feminist in general is one of those Mm -hmm. question marks, (laughs) you know, and are men welcome? And I say, yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, the divine sacred feminine uh, we study in which school. We go back in time to Neolithic, Paleolithic times, Sumer, and we start uncovering the ancient archaeology that really revered the sacred divine feminine, the great mystery that is our bodies and how they're connected to the earth, how they're connected to every 30 days, mm-hmm. uh, giving birth, how we multiply. So when we um, look at that, I, I'd say that is the one of the entrenched values of feminism is our bodies are our own. and I believe that witchcraft and witch work in the world is about claiming that and feeling the deep connection to nature. what happens on the outside also happens on the inside and back and forth.
0: Kiki Keskinen is the founder of Witch School Canada, joining us this afternoon and thrilled to have you, have you with us. Um, you, you touched on, on it a, a little bit, talking about, you know, the black nails and, and that sort of thing. What do most folks get wrong about witches and witchcraft?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And what's so popular right now, I don't know if you check out your Netflix account, but it's just so filled up with Mm -hmm. which this and which that. And what they get wrong is what we call black magic. Mm -hmm. Um, And black magic isn't doing wrong or harm. Black magic, its original state, if you think of the dark moon, the moon uh, at the other end of the full moon, where you see nothing in the sky, or the wintertime, when we have very little light, this is happening on the outside in nature, but it's also happening within us. I don't know about you, but I want to sleep more. (laughs) I want to... But I get grumpier too at the same time. Um, Maybe I'm struggling inside with my, like some psychological stuff, and I'm stressed or I'm tired or I'm upset. This is what we call in witchcraft shadow work. Mm. We encourage people to not just wait for, you know, stress to arrive or a trauma to revisit us, but to actually go into our own personal caves and dig around a little bit. Now, this isn't to make light of people who have depression or anxiety or very serious psychosis, but this is an opportunity. Like the light changes, we go to dark, we go to black from white, we go back inwards and relish in the quiet, the cave of ourselves, And stir a little bit so that we can look at our shadow selves a little more clearly instead of waiting for it to erupt one day in like a burst of anger or tears, but to stir it up a little bit. Maybe do journaling, maybe do some meditation and trance work, go deeper in ourselves. And even spell casting or creating herbal tinctures for positivity, but also bringing on dreams, mm-hmm. bringing on um, you know awakenings of slightly darker times in our life so that we can look at it. So I'd say the biggest misunderstanding about witches is, is that we play in the in the dangerous, dark magic mm-hmm. when we're really just trying to look at ourselves.
0: Kiki Keskinen is the founder of Witch School Canada. You can find the website at witchschool.ca. We need to take a pause here. We'll continue the conversation with Kiki on the other side, and my question to her will be, what does a modern-day witch do on Halloween? We've been talking with Kiki Keskinen, who is a self-proclaimed Celtic green witch. She is the founder of Witch School Canada, and... um, Enrollment is um, booming at Witch School Canada. So wanted to get to just another question with Kiki before we had to let her go. And that question this afternoon was, what does a modern-day witch do on Halloween, Kiki? Yeah, it's a a Celtic
1: um, tradition, and it has lots of interpretations. Certainly um, Indigenous people uh, in... Central and South America recognize the Day of the Dead. And really, they're all so similar, including Halloween. Mm -hmm. There's a recognition about with those that have passed before us. You know, and scary costumes is a way of kind of controlling what Mm -hmm. makes us afraid. But in my case, I make supper (laughs) for those that have died that I think I want to have a conversation with and I try and remember what were their favorite foods Mm. and I'll set a place for them I'll light a candle for them I'll thank them you know using my imagination but also just conjuring up memories of them it's like a mass funeral in a sense but it also marks a new year around the sun and we call that the Sabbats, mm-hmm. and the Sabbats um, mark the different times in the agricultural calendar of the northwestern hemisphere. Of course, it's different in the south. But the the Samhain ceremonies are really about recognizing the dead before so I perform a bit of a funeral. <laughs>
0: Do you believe in uh, increased supernatural occurrences or supernatural occurrences at all throughout the year, but especially around this time of year?
1: Absolutely. You know, I I see it out of the corner of my eye. Um, It doesn't always look the same. I have a very high level of deja vu, you know, that feeling Mm -hmm. like I've been here before and I've done this before. Maybe it's time-place continuum, but I definitely feel it more when the leaves are pulling back, the agricultural is barren. There's very little in the shoulder seasons. And it almost leaves me more available to my intuition and to my sixth sense. And so I get a lot more of those occurrences at this time of year.
0: Kiki, want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Fascinating conversation. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. It's a pleasure.